The man looked up as a slender girl with blunt-cut blonde hair stepped into the lobby. He lowered his newspaper to watch as she looked around, amusement flickering across her features, then headed for the reception desk. She was wearing jeans and a thin black top, carrying a soft tan leather tote and dragging a battered tan and olive carry-on behind her. Awesome name, said the receptionist. Is that Jules as in Tiffany? No, J-O-U-L-E-S, as in the unit of kinetic energy, the girl said. No kidding. Ah, yes, here we are, said the receptionist. I'll have the bellboy bring in your luggage and send it to your room. Oh, don't worry, this is all I've got. The dark man watched as the small, determined figure marched off towards the elevators. Olivia stared in consternation at the elevator doors, which seemed to be made of quilted stainless steel. As they were closing, a beautiful bellboy in a white T-shirt and shorts forced his arm between them and leapt into the elevator beside her, insisting on helping her take her luggage, despite the lack of it, to her room. The room was entirely white. White floor, white walls, white sheets, white desk, white armchair and footstool white telescope pointing at a white Venetian blind. The charmingly shaggable, white-clad whippersnapper pulled up the blind, and the startling aquamarines and electric blues of Miami Beach burst into the room like a tiny, vivid oil painting in the centre of a thick white frame. Yes, it's like being in a hospital, she murmured. Rather more comfortable, I hope, ma'am. What brings you to Miami? His skin was like an advert for youth, peach-like, glowing, as if it had been force-fed vitamins in a greenhouse. Oh, you know, she said, moving closer to the window. She looked down at the lines of umbrellas and lounges against the white sand, the pastel lifeguards' huts, the surreally blue sea crisscrossed by yachts and wave runners, a line of big ships following each other along the horizon like ducks in a shooting gallery. My God, what's that? One of the ships was three times as big as the others, oddly big, like a pelican in the middle of the ducks. That's the oceans apart, said the bellboy, with proprietary pride, as if he owned not only the ship, but Miami and the ocean, too. It's like an apartment block, only floating. Are you here on business or pleasure? They built it already, she said, ignoring the nosy young whippersnapper's rudely interrogatory manner. They sure did. I thought it was still just an artist's impression. No, ma'am. This is the maiden voyage. It's going to be anchored in Miami for four days. This is the one on a permanent cruise from Grand Prix to Australian Open to Masters kind of thing, and the people fly in by helicopter to find their Picassos and dental floss laid out waiting. You got it. Sounds like it might make a good story. Are you a journalist? Yes, she said pride in her quasi-foreign correspondent status overcoming her discretion. Wow, who for? The Sunday Times and Elan International magazine, she beamed. Wow, I'm a writer too. What are you writing about here? Oh, you know, this and that. Well, if you need any help, just give me a call. My name's Kurt. Anything else I can do for you at all? Well, now you come to mention it, she felt like saying. Instead, she chastely tipped him five bucks and watched the delightful little white-clad bottom depart. Olivia Jules liked hotels. She liked hotels because, one, 
When you went into a new hotel room, there was no past. It was like drawing a line and starting again. Two, hotel life was almost zen-like in its simplicity. A capsule wardrobe, capsule living. No debris, no nasty clothes you never wore but couldn't throw away. No intray, no dishes full of leaky pens and post-it notes with chewing gum stuck to them. Three, hotels were anonymous. Four, hotels were beautiful, if you picked right, which, after hours and sometimes days looking at hotel websites on the internet, she inevitably did. They were temples of luxury or rusticity, coziness or design. Five, the mundanities of life were taken care of, and you were freed from domestic slavery hell. Six, no one could bother you. You simply put do not disturb on the door handle, and the telephone and the world had to bugger off. Olivia had not always loved hotels.